Welcome to the Sleazy Podcast, the podcast about anything and everything, but mostly TV and movies. And now it's time to get sleazy. What's going on, everybody? You heard the intro. This is the Sleazy Podcast. I'm your host, Sleazy, and tonight I am only joined by Mr. PBS. Only. 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 That, that means hot sauce isn't here. He got caught up in work, couldn't make it out. And Rob Zilla. I believe Rob Zilla is uh, at the Zoo Lights doing a uh, live reenactment, uh, musical reenactment of the new version of Baby It's Cold Outside, right? Yeah. Seeing as how it's 30 degrees out or whatever it is. Him and Tracy are, are singing Kelly Clarkson and uh, what's his face's uh, new Baby John It's Legend. Cold Outside. I really can't stay. Then please go home. No one's forcing you to be here. <laughs> and and have uh, relationships with me. <laughs> but if you die on the way home, I warned you. Yeah. If you freeze out in the, the, the somebody, winter snow. Somebody should do like a sequel to the song where the woman leaves. And then like the cops come to his door because she died in a car accident. Right. And the whole song is how he tried to tell her, baby, it's cold outside and you shouldn't leave. And the cops are like, what kind of man lets a woman go home at night like that? They really like man shame him. Yeah. Why didn't you drive her home, bro? Yeah, but Rob, this was like Rob told us about this like two weeks ago. And we were like, why is he going to the zoo on, was it November 8th? Yep. Yep. For the the wild. I didn't even know they did this, but I guess it's a private thing. A coworker of mine, you know, this morning he was like, man, I got to go to the zoo tonight. And I'm like, oh, really? And then it dawned on me, his wife works for Mount Carmel Hospital, which is where Rob's fiance works. Mm. So they must have like some private event thing going on for Mount Carmel. Like an early Yeah, an early deal. showing for them or something. But that means they must get to work on that like right away. Like, I mean, as soon as Halloween is over, they're loading lights up and that's I mean, that's how every place is anymore. Yeah. October thirty first, boom, it's December. <laughs> like they're ushering people out of the, the zoo. At 10 p.m. and they're like, "All right, turn the lights on now. Get Start the, stringing trees up. Get my tree up." Yeah, so that's where Rob is. I mean, we didn't. There was no sick phone call this week. Or, <laughs> uh, I can't make it. I'm not gonna be there, guys. We should have. Uh, we should have told him he had. He, it would be better for his health to come to the podcast. Now he's gonna be out in the cold and. I know. He might just die this time. Imagine what this is going to do to him if he couldn't sit outside and pass candy out. (laughs) Like, he's he's literally, like, tomorrow he's going to be like, I'm sick. I was out in the cold. (laughs) I know that, 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 uh, it's like bronchitis is no joke. Well, you know, someone should tell him that the cold doesn't necessarily make you sick, it's germs. Right. It, try try seeing that in the army when you're jogging. They're like, uh, son, the, the cold doesn't make you sick. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to get you up and make you jog even earlier when it's even colder outside. But, yeah, our little buddy is he's at Wild Lights and Hot Sauce just got caught up in work and couldn't make it. Well, he probably could have if he would have known you would have been here so late. Seems like he had to fire a whole store or something. Yeah, <laughs> something was going on. But, yeah, I mean, so... How was your week, man? It was it was awful. Ah, I'm work. right there with you. What I mean, what what entailed that to be Just so awful? Work, work, and more work. Yeah, twelve, 12 hour days. I saw you one day, and you were still in the store, and I was like, 
you're like you're you're supposed to be on nap time when I get off yeah. work. Yeah. So it I was, was kind of like, what's going on here? It was it was one of those weeks where it was dark when I went into work and it was dark when I left work. Those are the worst days, aren't they? And I was like, I was like all week pretty much. I, I don't, I barely saw the sun. That shit will drive you crazy when you don't see sunlight, dude. Yeah. You're just like, what the fuck? Can you imagine being like it, what, that part of Alaska where it's like 30 days a night and 30 days of sunlight? Six, six months of it or whatever. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, I mean, how do you, that's got to fuck your body up. Because, I mean, your body needs the night to sleep. and It messes with your, your internal clock. And yeah, I mean, that's it's got to fucking drive you crazy is what it has to do. Yeah. But. Yeah, so just work. I mean, yep, just work. Yeah, I mean, I tell you, my week was a fucking disaster too. <laughs> I found this meme that said this is the longest year ever this week or something <laughs> like that, and I had to post it like no shit. But man, I I uh, went to go to work Monday, and you know, I wasn't running behind, but I was running behind what I normally would have wanted to be at. And I get on the highway, and my battery light comes on, and I'm like, oh fuck. So I get into work and I'm just like, it's on your mind at this point. Oh, yeah, yeah. Car trouble is always yeah. just a big pain in the ass. It sucks, dude. It sucks. And there's, I mean, you just have to deal with it. There's yeah. nothing you don't, you is can... it a little problem or is my car dead, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so I get online and I'm just like, it's Monday. I can afford to work a half day and get away with it, catch up later on through the week. So. I get online, I make an appointment at Jermaine Toyota. I needed an oil change too. So I was like, I'll just go in there, I'll see what's wrong with it. You know, I'll pay the inspection fee or whatever that they have. I get in there, they're like, okay. But when I leave work, I turn my radio off, I unplug the cigarette lighter, I turn the seat heater off, I turn everything off <laughs> just so I know. Yeah. Like, I'm like, because, you know, they say battery light goes on, you got 20 minutes to get, get somewhere. Really? Yeah. And I got there, and I'm telling the lady what's going on. And she's like, okay, well, we'll get you down in here. We'll inspect it. It's going to be $80 for the, you know, to figure out what's wrong with it. But if you get it fixed here, we, that just goes into the price of the labor. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Sounds reasonable. And, you know, I've had an alternator fixed before. So I'm kind of, I had an idea it was the alternator. And I'm like, well, this will be, you know, maybe three to 500 at most. And she comes back in two and a half hours later, and she goes, yeah, we just pulled your car back there, and it died literally on the way back there. They had to push it the rest of the way back there. Uh, so they tested the battery. The battery is fried, um, and your alternator's dead. So we're going to have to fix that. She was like, now you did buy the battery with us uh, a year and a half ago. I can warranty that because it's a five-year battery. Right, right. I'm like, okay, sweet. And she goes, now <laughs> it's going to be 900 bucks for the alternator. I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> I, like, I mean, you know, like, it just feels like you get hit in the stomach, you know? Yeah. I was like, God damn. And she goes, she gives me the total with everything done. And I'm just like, I'm done. I'm cleaned out. For the, I'm, I'm done. I'm cleaned out. Like, I just cleaned out my accounts just to get all this done. And... Uh, the bad thing about it was she goes and she goes and this is at like three o'clock and she's like, okay, so here's the deal. If you want us to fix it, we'll fix it. And I'm like, well, it's fucking, <laughs> it's fucking dead and it's in here. So if you guys change the battery, I'm not going to 
try to fry the bat another battery going home right. and then find another or get find a tow place, you know, and that be a hundred bucks to get it home and then find another place and then charge me six hundred instead of nine hundred. Yeah. And by the time I do that, it'd be the same price. So I was like, just go ahead and fix it. And uh, she goes, well, here's the deal. We can't fix it all today. And I'm just like, okay, great. She goes, but we'll pay to put you in a rental so you can, you know, get home, do your thing. So I'm there another 45 minutes trying to get the rental. This lady's trying to get me the rental and all that. And people keep coming up, checking out. And she's trying to do two things at once. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, sweetie, why don't you just yeah. get me out of the just door? Get me out of here. And then you can help these other people. <laughs> You know, quit trying to do three things at once. That's not efficient. And so I finally get out of there. They gave me a brand new 2019 Toyota Camry. Yeah. I drive home in this thing, and it's sporty, man. It sits low. Don't you have a Camry, right? Yeah, I have a I have a 2012 Camry. And I'm just like, the next morning I drive on the freeway to work, and I'm like, man, this is nice. <laughs> I could get used to this. And, you know, then I realize, oh, but that's like another six or seven years of car payments i mean i you know just get it through my head it's not going anywhere that bill's not going away but anyways they called me back later on that night and they're like hey by the way uh we got to ripping everything apart your radiator's leaking and i'm like (laughs) the fuck out of (laughs) here fuck you i haven't had anything leak under my car not seen a leak. I mean, when a radiator leaks, you can kind of mm. smell it too. But, and I'm just like, no, no, don't touch it. <laughs> and she's like, well, if we did it today, it would be 400. If you come back to us, it's going to be 700. I said, don't worry, sweetie, because I'm not coming back. <laughs> and then it dawned on me after all this. I'm like, my brother in law builds cars and rebuilds cars in his spare time. He's a big Toyota super fan. Mm. He, you know, does work on the side for people. So I can get them texting him. He goes, dude, I wish I would have known. I saved you like 700 bucks. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I just didn't even think about it, dude. I would have just never went there and just had you come over and do it. But uh, he's he's going to look at the radiator for me, I think. So if it is leaking and needs replaced. They said it was coming from the top. Can you believe that? Yeah, like, I just... You know, I, I hate. Sounds fishy, doesn't it? I hate fixing anything because anytime you go to fix it, you find like two other problems. Two other problems, yeah. That, maybe they're a problem, maybe not, you know, and it just kind of ends up snowballing. It's stressful because and it sits on your mind too if you don't fix yeah, it. Well, and it's, and it, you know, it's your car. You can't yeah. not have a car. Right. You know, and um, it, unless you're Robert Glenn. Well, yeah. Just Robzilla. Be the, be the Uber everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, I don't. You know, I, it takes some know-how and, and and hours to be a mechanic, so I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't want to say like they're overcharging for labor, but some of that stuff you can kind of do by yourself. And, right. You know, in our in our little group chat, we were talking about it. It shouldn't cost you eighty dollars to have a battery installed. I'm just gonna say that right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, because uh, you know that that should be relatively easy. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of places do that for free if you come in and get a new battery, like you had auto zone or something. Yeah. Be like, hey man, just give me a hand with this real quick. Like, yeah, okay, whatever. And and we like so we were talking in our group chat, like these cars are made so much anymore that you got to remove twenty things to get to the one right. thing you need, and, and that's where all the time is. You know? I looked at the, uh, you know, I opened the hood and looked at it. I actually watched a couple of videos of people doing it, 
you have to take this panel off. It's like sits on the side underneath the engine. I'm like, oh my god, this is outrageous. Why would they make it so complicated like this? Like you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think cars used to be that complicated. No, there's certainly more complicated machines now, but you know, I remember changing an alternator with a friend one time on an older car. Mm-hmm. And it was just right there, and we screwed it off and put right. a new one on and put the belt on it, you know? Like I said, my, my dad, uh, he worked as a mechanic at, at some point when it, in his younger days, so he's he's still really good at all that stuff. And he he says the same thing, you know? Like, it used to be easier to get to a lot of this stuff. You didn't have to remove the plastic protective covering and 20 hoses. and the, Well, you know, they don't want you doing it by yourself. They that, want you to truth. come back to the dealership and go through them. That'd be one thing if they gave you like you know a, a good size discount. You know, like if it's if it's the place you go to like normally, yeah. you know, and they know you're coming back. Eh, you know, they should have some sort of sort of deal for a it. preferred customer price versus uh, just coming in price. Right. But yeah, that was so. I mean, that was like my week right off the rip, dude. And I was just pissed. But it got it got fixed. They were done with it at like nine thirty the next day. Yeah. But of course, I was at work, so I didn't work a full day until Wednesday and but you know I I was so pissed when I got home that day I just I came home I went right to my room <laughs> after I took the dog out you know took care of some things around here and I turned the shining on and I just <laughs> fucking laid there and watched that movie just emotionless I was right, just right just trying to space out and escape from Yeah I I just wanted to get away from the stress and I was just like I'll watch a movie about a man going mad <laughs> and trying to kill his family yeah, I just, I, I mean, I always say, like, if there's a hell, it'll it'll involve either plumbing or fixing cars. Because yeah. that's just, that's two things I absolutely hate. Your engine light not going away, and you trying to figure out the code and trying to fix it, and it's just, and it just keeps popping I've up. I've got, my, my oil light pops on, but it only pops on, like, during the winter when it's cold. And, like, like one of my RPMs go a little low. Right. So I'm, like, always paranoid about, like, like I can't, you can't have your engine not getting oil. Yeah, so you know, I'm always like tapping the gas a little bit if I have to wait at a, a light a little too long, but it's like it's only when it's cold. So I don't know if the that sounds like a sensor sensor issue. Yeah, either something. the sensor's dirty or maybe the oil sensor. I think it's a pretty light oil. Maybe I need some heavier oil during. I think they say you're supposed to put a little slightly heavier oil in during the winter or something like that. But it's just like well, who like, knows? I mean, they, you're supposed to use that special oil, uh, you know, synthetic oil when the engine gets older too. So, yeah. so like I, said, I just. If I could just avoid car problems, I'd be happy. Right? You know. But, I mean, after this shit, I was, like, I was so, like, ready to just say fuck it and just eat whatever I was going to lose on this car and right. just go this week and get a new car. And I'm just kind of, like, coming to my senses now. I'm like, just hold on. <laughs> hold on. You'll It'll be worth it in the end. Well, you know, like you said, it's kind of, a, kind of a gut punch when you're expecting it to be one thing and it's almost a double that, you know. Yeah, and, I mean... I've got a hundred thousand miles on that car, and I'm just kind of like, it shouldn't be this kind of problem, you know what I mean? Is what I'm thinking. But you're supposed to have that, you know, your sort of ma- major, you know, fixes at that first hundred thousand, and then it should yeah. be good for a while. Yeah. Well, I, I don't get a tune up on this until 120. Really? Yeah. I thought that was kind of weird. But well, you know, enough of uh, crying about the, uh, <laughs> the week or whatever. We're here. We're gonna. We're going to carry on our two-man show like we used to do, but I think it's time for some crazy news. We haven't had it in a while. You know that? Been busy. So it's back. (laughs) 
All right, crazy news. So, I think I think we do have to mention at the outset of crazy news that our our president Donald Trump has moved his residency from New York to Florida, so he is technically now a Florida man. Yeah. So anything crazy that happens to him is a crazy Florida story. And we can put it in here. <laughs> and it, it's not really politics at that point. Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings worker dead. Ten hospitalized after chemical incident in Massachusetts. You'll always love it when the headline says incident. Like, what does that yeah. mean? I mean, it could be, it could be, it could be a, a, a you know, a, a, an accident. It could be a terrorist attack for all you know. <laughs> and they make it sound like there kind of ominous. There was like a zombie infection. Right. And they <laughs> disabled it. You know, that's <laughs> they that's, quarantined everybody in Buffalo Wild Wings. They like just killed everybody in the building just in case. Like, oh my god. They're zombies and they're eating chicken wings. Seal the door. Seal the door. Yeah, they put the big quarantine circus tent out, out front. Yeah. The, the, the CDC's there. Like, nobody can come in here. Sorry, you'll have to get your 50 cent wings somewhere else this week. <laughs> Burlington, Massachusetts. A Massachusetts Buffalo Wild Wings worker died, and nearly a dozen people were hospitalized after being exposed to a chemical inside the restaurant Thursday evening. Firefighters arrived around 5.30 p.m. and found the worker complaining of nausea, likely from inhaling fumes in the kitchen area. The incident prompted the Tier 1 hazardous material response, and firefighters evacuated the building. So it sounds like they did have the guys in the suits come in, like, get the fuck out of here. The deadly substance was described as a strong cleaning agent. According to a statement from John M. Guilfoyle, a spokesman for the Burlington Fire Department, the unidentified male worker was in serious condition when he was rushed to Leahy Hospital and Medical Center, where he later died, according to fire officials. Ten other people, including customers and workers, sought treatment for difficulty breathing and a burning sensation in the eyes. Fuck, can you imagine being in there and just eating, like, your chicken tenders or your burger or your chicken wings? You're dipping it in some... Uh, ranch dressing, and you're biting it, and you're like, oh, man, this is good. Let me have a drink of my Bud Light. <laughs> and you're like, oh, fuck my eyes. My eyes are burning. <laughs> um, so, carrying on with the article, we're just sitting there, and then all of a sudden we start smelling the whatever it was, ammonia or whatever it smelled like, and all of a sudden the inside of my nose starts burning, a patron told WHDH. We see the employees, like the wait staff, everybody just flee. A state hazardous materials team responded around 9.30 p.m. as authorities worked to identify the chemical threat. Anyone who was in the restaurant at the time believes they may uh, be they may have been impacted by the incident should seek medical treatment immediately, the fire department said. Wow. Buffalo Wild Wings gave the following statement. We are shocked and saddened to learn of this horrific accident at our franchise-owned sports bar, and we are working closely with our franchisee, and the authorities while they conduct an investigation. To me, it sounds like somebody doesn't have a franchise anymore. Uh, you know, it sounds like some somebody like was you know mixed their ammonia and bleach or something like that. Because I, I mean, one one chemi strong chemical agent cleared out a whole restaurant. Yeah, and you know, killed one guy and hospitalized ten others. That's I mean. <laughs> That's some serious shit, man. You know, if you actually, uh, if you read like a lot of those stuff, like, and I, I had somebody once tell me like, uh, if you get like oven cleaner, if you use oven cleaner at home, you just use oven cleaner. But if you had to use it like at a job site, you'd be required to have on like a mask and everything. 
So I think some of that stuff's a little worse for you than maybe we think. But to to do that to a lot of people, either he had to, I, I assume it was a he. Did it say he? Uh, yeah, the, it did working. sound like it was a he. He he must have used like a ton of something, or he must have been mixing something, you know. And yeah, I, I mean, it's number one. It's sad that yeah. somebody is trying to make ends meet, yeah. and they fucking die. You just know, because they're cleaning. Something. Yeah, yeah, just because they're cleaning something, and then it's sad that other people were just trying to enjoy themselves and have a meal and have fun and relax, and they're in the hospital. But wow, I mean. Wow, I mean, don't you have, like, standard stuff and you have stuff like, don't mix this with this? Yeah, well, they're supposed to have, you know, you're supposed to have your chemical books and all that and your cleaning centers in most places. So it's just, it, just, it sounds weird. I, I, I'd be willing to bet something happened and something got mixed or where it shouldn't have been or something was stored where it shouldn't have been. Yeah, it, it, who knows? Maybe they've got like a a barrel from the the army from like the right. the forties. What was that movie? Uh, Return of the Living Return Dead. of the Living Dead, and they popped it open and the it, barrel in the basement. You know, a corpse came out of it and <laughs> infected everybody, everybody in the room. That's what I think happened. I think this is a cover up for a zombie, a zombie little infection that they had going it's, on. It's certainly like if you were watching a movie, it's certainly the cover up. What the cover up would be. Oh yeah, just a just a tier one hazmat issue at the local Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> right, right. Uh, Cue the ominous news report. <laughs> yeah, that, man, I tell you, Buffalo Wild Wings—they're gonna have a hard time with this one. Sounds like somebody might be getting sued. I don't know what you think about that, but no, you know, maybe it's like uh, it's hard to tell. Yeah, could, it, could happen. It's just I don't know. You know, it's. I, you know, you'd have to wait to see how the full facts come out on that one to see if they figure out exactly what happened to the to the guy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so the next article, do you want to take this article? Oh, you keep you keep going. Okay, I can do it. I can do it, sir. Uh, I was trying to find this actually as we were talking, uh, but Maryland police. Man fatally stabbed over Popeye's chicken sandwich. Love that chicken. It's Popeyes. back, and people are going fucking nuts over this chicken sandwich. I've seen so many things on Twitter where people are fighting and yelling. Uh, I told, I told, I told someone we both know because they were they they talked about the same article too, and they said, "Yeah, I can't believe somebody's stabbing somebody over a chicken sandwich." I'm like, "Have you tried it? Maybe it's worse stabbing somebody over, you know." They had that. They had that. Uh, what's that old saying? Like something's so good to make you want to slap your mama. Yeah. Popeye's chicken sandwich so good make you want to s- stab somebody. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> that could be very true, indeed. Okay, so a man fatally stabbed another customer outside of a Maryland Popeye's restaurant in a fight over a recently released chicken sandwich. Police say the two men were waiting in line at the Oxen Hill Popeye's on Monday night when one of the men accused the other of cutting in front of him in line specifically for ordering chicken sandwiches. Prince George's County Police spokeswoman for or, uh, spokeswoman Jennifer uh, Donnellan told news outlets the fight then spilled outside where one of the men stabbed the other, according to police. The 28-year-old victim uh, was from the Washington area, police say. He was taken to a hospital where he died less than an hour later. Police are still looking for the suspect and have called on him to surrender, Donlin added. 
The victim and the suspect's identities haven't been released. Popeye's resumed selling its chicken sandwich on Sunday. First released August 12th, the chain credited popular demand in its supply selling out by the end of the month. It's also been credited with causing long lines and hour-long waits across the count or the country, not the county. See so if that if that if that part of the story is just not crazy enough on its own, it's like all all for a chicken sandwich, right? You know, it makes you makes you think of like uh, uh, gas rationing lines in like the seventies or something. And I mean, like, these lines they're they're nuts, and I mean, people are pissed, they're upset. I, I mean, they're they're getting crazy. They're hitting each other. They're yelling at each other. I mean, I even found this one video earlier today. I just shared it with you because yeah. you didn't, you hadn't seen it yet. Right. And this dude has lost his fucking mind. And it, it looked like it was in a Popeyes too. It's right? in a Popeyes. <laughs> it's in a Popeyes. This this is this is our. Fuck you, man! I love you. He's going nuts. This is a man in his late fifties, early sixties. You wanna be a motherfucker, man? You wanna fucking kick your fucking ass, you piece of shit! He's just screaming at this dude. This guy's just in line. You're right, nigga. A few moments later. Yeah, what? Hey, what? Hey, what? A few minutes later. I just say this. He's in the parking lot getting his ass whooped. Yeah. I think I think that's all we're gonna play of this right now. A few minutes later, the guy's outside. We should we should point out that. It appears to be a white gentleman in a in a Popeye's chicken full. This he's he's an older white guy, late fifties, early sixties. He's a baby boomer. We'll just put it that way. What's what's the new thing? Okay, boomer. Yeah, and he's it's hard it's hard to tell what happens at the beginning. It almost looks like he he was he's one of he he got into an altercation with somebody else in line. This this guy apparently already had his food or whatever. So I don't know. Waiting on his food and they had it up or something. But man, he just started going fucking nuts and yelling at this dude, calling him the N word and all this other, and he's shouting the N word repeatedly, and it's a line filled with a lot of black people. I mean, this he was bound to get whooped. But anyways, you know, a few minutes later, he's outside getting beat up, and they they steal his chicken sandwiches, <laughs> and then the guy is he's like, "Now say you're sorry, say you're sorry," and he's like, "I'm sorry." Like uh, I would never. Uh... Uh, well, maybe not never, but I would rarely advocate violence against somebody. But uh, that sometimes I kind, kind of walked into it. Sometimes you need your ass kicked when you're being that ignorant, you know? Yeah, that was uh, definitely not a time. Regardless to... of the line in the situation, you should never be that out of control <laughs> where you're yelling at everybody, get the fuck out of my way. Like, who do you think you are? It's like, you know, him and that bagel boss guy, very similar incidents. Yeah, yeah. Like that guy went off. He got his ass kicked, too. You know what? He probably called the cops and pressed charges too. What a hoe! <laughs> what a hoe! Yeah, I don't uh, take your beating and go home, dude. I don't. I don't think we meant to do two uh, weird uh, restaurant stories in a row, but it kind of worked out that way. It, it just <laughs> did. Yeah, like, I, 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 I'd be curious. I'd be willing to. I'd, I'd want to know if if that incident we just heard was over a chicken sandwich. I think it was, <laughs> but. It's just, 
<laughs> I, well, I think there was some issue with space or something. Yeah, I mean, it was it was crowded. You can see in that video, there's a pretty long line or a couple of lines. But he went, he went nuts. That dude went nuts over yeah. it. Uh, it's, you know, and, you know, and uh, you know, people get, uh, you know, like that over like their food and restaurants and waiting in line, especially if it's a long line or if, if it, you know, places just backed up. So I'm, I'm sure nobody in there was particularly happy. They're just trying to get their food and eat. You know, you could tell that man was suffering from some hunger of some sort. <laughs> Because who in their right mind goes in the Popeye's chicken and screams racial slurs and doesn't think they're they're not going to get touched on the way out? Is what I want to know. I mean, that's just that's the wrong place to be calling <laughs> out, you know, shouting out the n word. Or it kind of reminds me of that the that scene from Falling Down where Michael Douglas goes into the whatever burger place. Yeah, and he shoots up the place because the because they're like, I just wanted some breakfast. Right. <laughs> well. I have to say, for one, it's always great seeing a racist person get their ass handed to him. Or just a jerk. Yeah, and I mean, that guy was both. He was a jerk. He was a racist jerk. And he got his ass handed to him. <laughs> they made him say uncle, and he said uncle. So I hope that didn't hurt him too bad. Yeah, I mean, you know, knocking him down on the ground and taking his, his food and making him say, <laughs> I'm sorry, was enough, I think. They should have just let him go after that. Just don't beat him up even more. But moving on to our next and last story of crazy news, we found an odd section of news on Fox News, and this one just right on the top, <laughs> top it just spoke to us. It was like, you guys need to talk about this. Eight-foot Bigfoot statue stolen from Florida mattress store, police say. An eight-foot, 300-pound statue of Sasquatch went missing last month from outside mattress monsters. I was I was curious of why a mattress store would have a uh, yeah. a Sasquatch store, but there you go. Mattress monsters with a Z. Yeah, in Boyantan Beach, Florida, police say Wednesday. The hard to miss figure valued at three thousand was stolen sometime between October sixth and thirteenth. But the owner didn't report the theft until October twentieth. The Boyantan Beach Police Department said on Facebook the store didn't realize it was missing right away due to there being a lot of other large decorations outside for Halloween, police said. Wow. There is no surveillance footage of the theft, according to the authorities. Obviously, it took more than one person to steal the statue, the department <laughs> said, saying it's not exactly the easiest thing to hide. Police asked residents who might have information or have seen the statue to contact uh, Detective Danielle Whitefield, I'm not going to say her name, but this is great. Hats off to whoever stole this Bigfoot, because it is a huge statue. Wow. I mean, look at that sucker, dude. That's a life-size su sucker, man. I like the, uh, the uh, uh, it says, we don't need your name, just Bigfoot's location. Yeah. Like the police added. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that had to have been, uh, you know, a two- to three-man job in a pickup truck. But I just imagine some guys like smoking weed and playing Xbox, and it's sitting in their living room now. There's that. There's a comment further down in the article where I guess says, uh, "Just look for a guy with a bunch of Jack Slings beef jerky." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is. I like. I don't mean it would take at least two people to move that thing, and you'd have to have a truck or something. You know, you'd have. Yeah. To, it's not. It wouldn't be like a spur of the moment. It's like we're going to steal Bigfoot. <laughs> Have you checked the Henderson's garage? That was a comment on there. All oh, these comments are gold. Probably sitting in some someone's man cave. Uh, you think? Right. 
Whoever stole that broke a statue. What? I read this Yeti. Don't know why. Oh, okay. Whatever. Barack was having a few in Florida and took it home thinking it was a big mic. What? <laughs> These people are on crack, dude. What do you expect from Florida, though? Right. <laughs> like, one, it says it looks like AOC. No, it yeah, doesn't, that's a lot dude. of being Fox News. You can imagine there's a lot of political... Uh... Right. <laughs> Comments in there. Oh, that's so great, though. Like, I wouldn't even be like, if I was like the police, I'd be like, we're not mad. Just return it. We'll even congratulate you for getting away with it. And nobody's seen you take it. It's like, it's like, you know, like one of those uh, high school pranks where you steal like this mascot statue or something. Like, yeah. yeah, just bring it back. We don't. Yeah. I mean, wow. I mean, it's a pretty detailed statue, too. It's a, it's a fine piece of art, I'd say. I, 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 you know, put it in my man cave, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd love to be gaming out and or watching movies and have Sasquatch off to the side. But that is the end of crazy news. That's a weird one. We're going to take a quick break, hear a word from our sponsor, and then we'll be back with the Batman casting updates. And we're going to do the best trilogies that we think are out there. So stay tuned. All right, and we are back from break. So, I mean, there's all kinds of news coming out about The Batman. Robert Pattinson's The Batman. Matt Reeves' The Batman. And we know now that, uh, oh, what's-his-face's daughter is going to be Catwoman. Zoe... uh, Kravitz? Zoe Kravitz, yes. And now there's there was all kinds of rumors going around, like, who's going to be the Penguin? And there's still some rumors going around. They're saying Colin Farrell is in talks to play the Penguin. After Jonah Hill ran him for, you know, run of the muck and was like, I want to, what do you say, he wanted $14 million or something like that? Oh, I didn't see that part, I don't think. He, I, I can't remember. wanted too much money. Yeah, he wanted a lot. But I think it was a, like, I think he was just fucking with him the whole time. Right. Like, he just threw out a number, like, to where they, he knew that they would say no. And if he did, he was like, okay, well, I'll do it for that, you know? Yeah, they do that. So you hear about, you know, people in some movies, like, yeah, I just threw out the craziest number I could thought, thinking they wouldn't actually pay me, and then they do. <laughs> yeah, just so he could get out of it. But, so, Colin Farrell is in the running to play the Penguin, supposedly. I just, I it seems really weird. And that's why I'm 100% down for it. Oh, because my it's God. just so it's not what you'd expect, you know? I mean, if 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 someone like Danny DeVito was like the perfect person to play Penguin, Colin Farrell is like completely the opposite. Right. And like I'm I'm so curious to see it. I'm not a Colin Farrell fan. I'll admit that. I, I like it when he 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 has, he has his moments. You know, he has his moments like his fright nights and stuff where he really kind yeah. of shines. Where he speaks, you know, is you know not as many words as his other roles, <laughs> and so I'm I'm like oh, I'm really curious about the movie to begin with. You know, if they're going to do the the long Halloween or whatever, it's going to have multiple villains and all that. Well, we know who the Riddler is. Uh, I for, I forget now. Did we get but, that confirmed? It was, yeah, uh, I'm with you. I forget who it was too. But like this, this is just sort of so against type in a in a way. So I'm 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 curious to see like are they gonna put him in a fat suit, you know, and all that. 
they're gonna have to do something to him, or at least like, or I, is it gonna be like a kind of reimagining of the penguin? I, I think so. I don't think he's gonna be fat, right? Or at least not because the the penguin wasn't fat on Gotham, right? And I mean, certain you know reimaginings of him, you know, have he's not been. You know, short and fat. Well, you know, I mean, in in the in the sixties version, it was played by Burgess Meredith or whatever. Who, you know, they probably put like a little fat gut on him to make him look like a penguin. But he wasn't. You know, he was a pretty skinny guy to begin with. So I I could see Colin Farrell doing that. I don't know if he's going to have like the monocle and the uh, the cigarette holder and all that. Like I'm I'm curious about it. Like cause I know you, you posted it. You were kind of skeptical about it. But I'm just I'm just down to see this, you know. Robert Pattinson as Batman, all these crazy characters. That... You are one of the only people I know that are excited about this. I'm just like every move they make, I'm just like this is going to be a disaster. And that's it could very well be. I mean, kind of like kind of like I was saying with Joker. I I thought it was either going to be complete garbage or like really solid movie, and I I felt Joker was solid. So either this. Do you one... see they're saying that's the most profitable comic book movie ever made now? Uh, I, I saw. I read an article that said because it was only made for like ten million or something like that, and it's made back like over a hundred and two hundred or whatever it's up to now. It's gonna make a billion, I think. They say. They say. This when I read that article it was a couple weeks ago that it had actually made as much money back as like Avengers made. Um. Yeah, and that's it's quite an accomplishment. Yeah. So like I said, I, this word it, of mouth goes a long way. And, and just say and that buzz. So, like, so I, I'm I'm very curious, and to see who's who the rest of the characters are going to be. So, so, Paul Dano is going to be right, right. Paul Dano, okay. uh, the yeah. Riddler. What is he from? Do you know? He he does like a lot of indie stuff. He was he was in uh, There Will Be Blood, Swiss Army Man. That's right. He was the annoying kid in There Will right. Be Blood. Yeah. Th- doesn't Daniel Day Lewis like kill him at the end? And yeah, he beats him with a bowling pin. He just eats a steak, and he just he's like, "Fuck it," you know. Somebody will clean that up. I drink your milkshake. <laughs> And that, and that's and see that's a good that, that's like I, I'd watch Paul Dano just about anything, so that's like a really, you know, good casting choice. And then you go to someone kind of you wouldn't expect like Colin Farrell as a penguin if that's who he's going to even be. So I'm, I'm I'm just I'm really intrigued, you know. So do you know who Jim Gordon's going to be? Uh, uh, I don't remember who did they say Jeffrey Wright. Right, right, right. Yeah, from uh, um, what's the HBO show, Westworld. Uh, yeah, Westworld. Yeah, that's, he, he's he's another solid actor. And James, he's from the James Bond movies too. Right, he, he played in a couple of those. That one I can accept. You know, I'll give you. You know, going with the black James. Yeah, Gordon. going with the black whatever. James Gordon, whatever. And then you've got you know Zoe Kravitz being casted as Catwoman. I'm not hundred percent on that yet, but. Uh, you know, I will reserve my judgment for her performance in the the you know the cat suit. <laughs> She's the stepdaughter of Jason Momoa. I didn't know that. She's been in both Fantastic Beast movies, all three Divergent movies. She was in Mad Max Fury Road. I don't really remember her in that. She must have been one of the uh, yeah one of the wives. She actually voiced the character in the 2017 animated film, The Lego Batman Movie. Hmm. Oh, so she's got some experience. I mean, she's cute, but I don't know. I'm just, I'm just not sold on it. You know, I guess I'm stuck in 
the Dark Knight Returns and Anne Hathaway on that bike. I think Michelle Pfeiffer is always going to be my Catwoman. Michelle Pfeiffer was great as Catwoman, yeah, too. She's always going to be my Catwoman, no matter what. <laughs> yeah, and then we move on to Colin Farrell is in talks to play the Penguin, of course. And then, has this been confirmed yet? Andy Serkis is going to be Alfred Pennyworth? I think that I think that just broke today, maybe. Yeah, Andy Serkis is set to play Alfred Pennyworth. This is on Screen Rant, so they're pretty reliable. I would say they normally break a lot of news too. Um, he said to play Alfred Pennyworth in the Batman as the actor who played uh, Ulysses Claw in Black Panther and Avengers Age of Ultron. Circus joins a growing list of actors with both Marvel and DC roles under their belts. Okay. He's been in the Lord of the Rings. He was Gollum. Gollum. Did you know that? He was Caesar in the Planet of the Apes. Yep. Bet you didn't know that. So I could see that, yeah, he's a Matt Reeves guy. He's going, he's sticking with his people that he likes. He's one, yeah, it'll be a different imagining of Alfred, but it'll pull him Yeah, he's, he's not he's not somebody I'd, I'd think of as, oh, that's an Alfred. But you know, Alfred's supposed to be a badass. Yeah. And it looks like he's going to, like, finally be that badass and not be. I'll be upset if we don't get a little more Jeremy Irons as Batman. I thought he was a good choice or as uh, Alfred rather. Yeah. He, he was a good Alfred choice. Yeah. they. I mean, I like that they're not making Alfred a geriatric fuck. Right. You know, like he's actually going to be in somewhat still good shape. Yeah. And you would think a guy that's been through, you know, what was what's Alfred been through? What was his background? I thought. He was like he was supposed to be have been in like World War Two or something. Yeah, like when he was really young, he's like some. He was like a badass in the army or right. something. Yeah, and then he, you know, he got all those other skills that he has. He's the mechanic and all that. Yeah, as a lot of people had a problem with that in uh, Batman versus Superman. Yeah, they was like, when did Alfred get a degree in engineering and he's building a fucking bat plane? <laughs> It's like, shut up, people. You don't think Bruce is teaching him things while they're just hanging out in the Batcave? God, a man can't do simple maintenance on a plane? Jesus. It's about a guy dressed up in a bat suit beating the crap out of people. Come on. Have a little little suspension of disbelief. That's kind of it. You know, the big things this week was Andy Serkis and Colin Farrell being in negotiation. Colin Farrell might... He might nail that role because like I'm, I'm just I'm he's so, got look at that facey that he's yeah. got, you know, like he's he'll, he'll have that creepy looking penguin face. Well, you know, and I don't think any of the um, the movies have ever played it up, but like in the Arkham games, they 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 play up the angle that penguins kind of like the anti Batman because his he had rich parents, yeah, but he goes into crime instead of everything, you know. And I, I I'd be willing to bet they're going to play up that angle in this one. And like I said, it's been a while since I've read The Long Halloween, so I don't remember how big of a role Penguin had in it. But it'd be, it'd be, it'd be you know, and they, they did that in the Arkham games, like I said. So I'd be curious to see them bring that to the big screen. See, in Gotham, I want to say the Penguin's just like a poor piece of shit. Yeah. His mom's just fucking crazy, and he kind of works his way up through the, the gangs, mm-hmm. and he eventually takes it over. Yeah. Like I said, they had, they had this similar thing in, in Batman Returns where he was like the... The cast out child of a of a rich family, and he gets to come back and all that. So I don't. I'm curious. I, I hope it works out. I'm, I'm, I'm like I said. I'm already sold. I'm already all in. I, you know. I know you're all in on it. And I'm just like uh, everybody. Loves I'm like Batman. terrified of it, dude. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm happy to get another Batman movie, and at the same time, I'm I'm so sad that I'm not getting my Ben Affleck solo movie. And. 
I don't know, man. I'm just I'm I'm worried about it. <laughs> I'm really worried about it. And I, like Matt Reeves is a good filmmaker. That's it's what I keep it, it telling. Seems like they've been working on this forever. Though, yeah, you know. I keep telling myself Matt Reeves is a good filmmaker, but I'm worried that he's going to put too much attention on the detective side, and there not be enough. You know what I mean? Action, you know, kind of because I mean that's what we're used to. I I like my detective Batman. So I mean I do too. I mean he's the world's greatest detective, but I, I'm just I'm I hope that there's not. And over, you know, they put too much on it. You know, like I want to see him do cool shit and figure stuff out. Yeah, you, you don't. Know? You don't want. You don't want like Batman Year One. You want like Batman, Batman in his kind of prime. Yeah, and, and Batman's gonna be in his prime in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard that uh, Robert Pattinson's training with one of the guys that does the uh, the fighting style for John Wick. Yeah, yeah. So well, those guys. That's what I, I mean. A lot of those guys involved in the John Wick movies were. Uh, like choreographers, stunt choreographers, yeah. and all that stuff. So wouldn't be surprised. So he's gonna do some cool shit. It sounds <laughs> like, because I mean, he'll have a similar fighting style to John Wick. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I don't know. I'm just I, like I'm kind of really worried about this one. And at the same time, I'm 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 like, well, they're doing. They're gonna have a lot of shit going <laughs> on. So it's getting me excited that we're gonna have two villains that we know of so far: Riddler and Penguin. And then Catwoman, obviously. Okay, it's weird with Catwoman. Is she right? Is she a villain or is she? What's she doing? You know, Bruce kind of lets her off the hook to get a little bit of something, something from her. You know, but I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm not as sold as you are on this. I'm, I'm, like I said, you know, we're, we've, I feel like we're still years away from ever seeing this movie. Yeah, we are. So, you know. I, I'm, you know, I'm holding not judgment, but I'm, I'm in. I, I, you know, I'd buy my ticket right now. Is it 2020 that it comes out or 2021? It has to be at least 2021. 2021. You know, late, if not 2021. Let's go to IMDb and see if they have a release date. Of while, while you're looking that up, I'll, I don't know if you saw this news, but uh, whatever the guy's name is, I forget his real name, but uh, composer Junkie XL. He did like the score for uh, Fury Road, and he's done some of the uh, DC scores. He was set to do the score for Snyder's Batman versus Superman. And when when Snyder left, they had Danny Elfman come in and do it and all that. But he said he's finished his score now. So everybody's kind of speculating if that means we're going to get the Snyder cut with like his original intent to score, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny that you, you share this. I just read an article earlier before you got here that how uh, um, Snyder whatever the hashtag is for that mm. it's trending number one on twitter right oh. <laughs> now for for the united states anyways and jason momoa has come out and said he wants to see it yeah and he's he's a fan of the snyder cut so i'm just like man i really hope we get it i like i forget what the the big deal was like i know a son his son committed suicide or something they just i think they went in and and then dc did what it's been doing kind of you know yeah not trusting its directors but I, I'd, I'd, I'd want to see it. I don't know if it'll be better or not, but I'd, I'd be curious. I, I was a fan of the uh, uncut uh, Batman versus Superman. Everybody says that like it flowed that 20 way, minutes they added back that in. That 20 minutes that they added back in really made the movie, mm-hmm. and it made the movie flow better, and it, it made it just make more sense. And I think if they really would have put that in there, it would have been a little bit more well-received. Mm-hmm. And who knows? They might have not fucked with uh, Justice League. But they fucked with him twice. Yeah. 
And I mean, it's just like you give a guy like that. I mean, he's dedicated to the source material, so he's gonna keep it really close, and that's what he did. So I don't know. It, I feel bad for the dude in a way, mm-hmm. and in another way, I'm just like that property was always gonna be judged against Avengers. Yeah, and he should have known that from the beginning. Like I'm gonna have to make a comparable movie. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, you know. Tough spot. But it like, couldn't I, have been different. Is what it came. It's what it's going to come down to. Yeah. So I'd, I'd, I'd be curious to see the Snyder cut. Uh, by the way, the Batman is expected in theaters June twenty fifth, two thousand and twenty one. Sounds about right. So with how, with how long they've been taking to write and cast the thing. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it sounds like they're they're moving full steam ahead right now. They, they, I mean, they have to be getting close by now. I mean, there's only a couple more, like two faces in the Long Halloween. I think yeah. Joker's in it a little bit. So I mean, they got to be pretty close to. Starting to film. Oh boy, I wonder if they'll have a Joker in there. (laughs) But, okay, so the trilogy meter. I found this really cool picture. I I forget where it was. I've I've seen it floating around for probably a couple years now. But somebody had ranked uh, the most popular trilogies, obviously. And it looks like the most consistent trilogy out of all this is Lord of the Rings. Um, what do you what do you think? Uh, I'll die hard. You know, well let's uh, let's uh, let me get it up here on the phone. It's it was scroll back a little bit. Indiana <laughs> Indiana Jones too. We'll just we'll just go through them. So so the first one is Star Wars, right? It's got uh, yeah. the first three original trilogy. So it's got you know uh, the first one's not all the way up. Empire's better, and then Return of the Jedi's under the original. Uh, Star Wars: New Hope. I, I agree with that. I think that's that's pretty. It's probably a solid ranking right there. I would say. Uh, and they're all, they're all pretty near the top. You know, I I'd, I'd be okay with that one. And then we got the Indiana Jones trilogy. It's got uh, Raiders as number one, obviously. And then it's got uh, Last Crusade and Temple of Doom, pretty pretty even with each other. And I, I kind of go with that. Like I said, I, I've yeah. come to the point over the years. You know, a lot of people think uh, Temple of Doom is is too dark. I love that movie. But I personally think Last Crusade is a little too light. Yeah. So maybe it kind of evens out in in a way. I love you, Indy. <laughs> and I always loved growing up, I loved Last Crusade. That was like my favorite. And it's kind of gone down in my estimation a little bit just because of some of that when he some of that humor. When he pours the uh the water from the grail on Sean Connery, I was like, Oh fuck. <laughs> Where is that shit at? I gotta get it. The penitent man deals. Uh, you got the Matrix uh, trilogy up here. The first one's pretty near the top of the bar. It's almost ranked perfectly. And then <laughs> two and three are just crap. Yeah, they just go downhill after that, and that's probably an accurate statement. I, bu- I bought the uh, I bought the Matrix trilogy not too long ago, and I watched because the first one was like the twentieth anniversary or whatever this year, and I still haven't gotten around to watching. Uh, was it loaded, reload, and whatever the other, the last one is? Supposedly they're gonna redo. Make another one. Part, part four. Uh, whatever. Uh, is it going to be part four or is it going to be Matrix again or, you know, whatever? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'd, be, I'd be curious, but I don't know if Now, is this Star Trek, the original Star Trek or the new series? You know, it, it's been around so long. I, I I think it was the new one. But, I mean, I, you know, that doesn't really make sense to me to have it as a trilogy, the, the original Star Trek. Yeah. Because they kind of keep going. And, and it's got yeah. one, two, and three on here. One one is its own thing. Two is Wrath of Khan, and then like three, four, and five were a trilogy on their own. I think. Right, right. So it 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 might be talking about JJ's trilogy. I'm thinking it's 
Well, it's not really JJ's trilogy. He well, only did two. Well, well, they they call it the Kelvin timeline or so. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that first one was phenomenal. The second one I really enjoyed. The third one was just yeah. What was I can't remember which one the third one was because um, Star Trek Beyond was that Beyond? I I, I kind of liked that one. I thought that's the one where the the they pretty much abandon the uh, Enterprise, right? And they end up on that planet. And I thought that was that was you know I kind of agree with a lot of people that it, that had like a more Star Trekky kind of feel than maybe the first two did. See, I want to see them on the Enterprise, fucking battling right. it out and having space wars and shit. I never get it though, <laughs> except for in the second one. Now let's see, you got the Superman on there. I'm assuming that's Christopher Reeves. Yeah, I would say Christopher Reeves. Got, you know, it's got one's down a little bit, two's higher than one. And then three is kind of way down there. Yeah, three shit. I think that's that's probably about right. That was pretty good. You know, one and two might be a little closer because they were largely done at the same time. That's that's not too bad of a of a trilogy, even though they totally leave out you know part four, the quest for peace. Yeah, with uh, nuclear man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next one's Jurassic Park. I'm, I kind of disagree with this one a little bit. Really, yeah. um, the first one's really good. Yeah, they didn't give it a high score though. Like it's it's kind of halfway in the meter. You know, I, I kind of say like I sat down and rewatched it a couple years ago when uh, Jurassic World was coming out, and it it holds up for the most part. But I still wouldn't I wouldn't put it up like with Spielberg's other like Jaws and ET and all that. Yeah. So it might be a little low, but I I think I kind of agree with it because it's one of those ones that. You know, like if you were there and saw it, it kind of, you know, that was like, oh my right. God, the most realistic dinosaurs ever. But but now that it's 20 years later and all that, it doesn't hold up quite so much, but it's still, you know. I remember when the first one came out, for some reason, my mom didn't want to go see it or wouldn't, didn't really care to let me go see it. We went yeah. and saw this movie on a Friday night and I just wanted to see what the Ooh. hype was. And I was like, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> So they're like, all right, just go to the bathroom. And, of course, I go right out, and I go right over to the Jurassic uh, Park show, and I open the door, and it was like the scene where, uh, uh, what's the long-necked dinosaurs? The, the uh, Brachiosaurus. Yeah, they're like walking in the beginning, and they first see them, and they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe what we're seeing. And I'm just <laughs> like, I'm seeing this as a you know yeah. eight-year-old at the time. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Right, right. But... Yeah, the second one not so good on that one. You know, I I, I kind of like the second one. Yeah, Goldblum back. They they used some more stuff from the book. That's the one where it gets in the the United States, right? Yeah, it, come, it comes back on the boat, and, like runs through San Francisco or whatever. Yeah, personally, I, I think they got that one ranked a little a little too low. But it's you know it's not great. It's not well, as great as the first one, but it's a little too low for the, me. The third one's with William H Macy, right? Right. I don't know if that should be as low as they got it on the. I don't even really movie. remember that movie. I know it, I've watched it a couple times. It was just times. okay, you know. It had its moments. Is it better than the new ones they've come out with? Be honest. I don't know. I don't, you know. I, See, I, I like the. If I was to rank them, I'd put I'd put them I'd probably put them in the order they came out. Was what they are. Yeah. One was the best. Two is the second best. Three is the third best. I think I think Jurassic World has a, a step ahead of. Uh, I'd put it right behind Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. but I like that one. I know you hated it. You hated it with a passion. It was uh, just, uh, yeah, not a long time listeners who listen back at the Nerd Coach Show will know that it was just I didn't care for it. Yeah, at all. Okay, so next up is X Men. 
You know, I'm I'm still not sure I've seen any past the first one. I know I, I know I had to have seen the second one. Was that Last Stand? I forget, I yeah, forget, I forget which one. Uh, it was which. No, it was just it was just X two. Oh, was, I think it was like X two United. Or yeah, something, something like that, right. Like I remember liking the first one, but I I don't I don't to me like almost none of those X Men movies really hold up that well. I liked the first X Men movie. Yeah, was, that was that was okay to it see. It was good for its time, yeah. and it was like it was the beginning of them getting the formula on yeah. how to make superhero yeah. movies. And the second one, I. It was it was cool. You got night uh, nightcrawler in it, so yeah, I can see why they put it ahead. The third one, complete garbage. That was I, it was I, hot I, shit. I don't think I've seen that one at all. They killed Professor X off in like the first part of the movie, and all you're right. like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> uh, and moving on, we're on Spider Man now. Uh, the first one I think is one of the best comic book movies mm-hmm. out. Uh, the second movie is one of the. Uh, one of the best sequels you can get, I think. Mm-hmm. What do you think? You know, it's been. I wasn't really big into the, those the Spider Man, the, the yeah. Raimi Spider Man. It took me forever to see the first one. I'm, I know I saw the second and third ones in the theater, and I th- you know they were good. They were part of their time, you know, in a way. The first two were definitely the better of the two, and the third one they kind of screwed Raimi over, and he wanted to get Venom in there and they didn't put Venom in and they kind of shoehorned other stuff. I thought it was okay. I don't think it's as bad as everybody say it is, but when you watch it and you read everything about it, he definitely got screwed. He didn't get what he, he wanted a four series movie and they wanted, they wanted the money right away. But I think that one's pretty accurate. how they got this one ranked. Lord of the Rings comes in next and it's pretty, pretty even, pretty even all the way through Pretty, pretty high up the meter. That's, I mean, that's one. That's like one of my yearly traditions. Now I know, I, I know a lot of people like watch them every year, every couple of years. I've got, I've got all the Blu-rays over there. About, I, I think I bought the extended editions when they were cheap on Amazon a couple of years ago, and I'll rewatch them at, like in January or something when it's cold out. There's nothing else to do because that's like an entire day of watching. Yeah. Well, if you got like the extended versions, they're like three and a half, four oh, hours geez. long. I mean, those are. I got to say, those are some well done movies and. Uh, they're all equal to each other. Yeah, I, I, I saw this in the theater. If if I had one complaint, I think I wouldn't mind maybe if they went through and like redid the CGI, just touch it up a little bit. You know, they don't have to change much. But it, you know, it, it, when you think like, uh, you know, you think about those movies like, oh man, those just came out, and you're like, no, this came out like 20 years ago, almost now, 15 yeah. to 20 years. So I I, I kind of wouldn't mind them going through and maybe touching up the CGI just a little bit on some of those, but they were really well done movies for their time. But uh, I I think that's I think that one's pretty spot on. I'll take the next one. You got the next whole line, brother. <laughs> uh, the next next one the series I got is Mad Max. Uh, the first one's about halfway down the meter. The second one, Road Warrior, is pretty pretty near the top, and then the third one's actually in between, and that's uh, that's Thunderdome with uh, Tina Turner and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of people agree that Road Warrior is like one of those, like the top action movies ever. So that that one's pretty good near the top. Ever. Ever. You know, the, the Lord Humongous, the Ayatollah of rock and roll. <laughs> and so, but I, I don't quite agree with that one. I think I think the first Mad Max is better than, I, I should reserve my judgment a little bit because I've never actually watched Thunderdome all the way through. But I think most people would say that one's better than Thunderdome. Okay. That's where you see like, you know. That's when you really see like the cars and the post-apocalyptic Australia and all that. Them blowing up shit. Yeah, the, the, the middle of the desert, the Night Rider. 
So I, I, I disagree with that one a little bit, but it's, other than that, it's pretty spot on. And then you got the Jaws trilogy, which with the first one, you know, through the roof. That's like that's like one of those all time movies. That's one of those movies that, like, if you ask somebody their top ten movies, I would assume Jaws is on it, even if they don't actually mention Jaws, because <laughs> it's it's kind of like it's like one of the perfect, you know, like pop movies, popular summer blockbuster movies. I have a confession to make. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Jaws all the way through. Really? Yeah. Well, that, we'll have to do that one day. I got I got it on Blu-ray. Bring right? it over, buddy. We'll watch it. That's that's like it's like a it's it's not just like a perfect movie. It's like two or three perfect movies in one movie. <laughs> nice. And then uh, uh, Jaws two is real low, and three is just above it. And uh, I, I disagree with that just a little bit. I think two should be up higher than three. Two was pretty much your basic sequel where they yeah. just kind of redid everything and you know the, another shark's back going after the kids. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't Jaws, you know. And three is uh, I I don't see how three could be above two because Jaws three was Jaws three D where uh, it's uh was it uh, which which Quaid is it Dennis Quaid is one of the Brodies and he's like working at Sea World or something. Oh and, geez. And the shark breaks into Sea World. The shark breaks into Sea World. Yeah, yeah, and it's got like the three D. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, it's not it's not not that good. It's got. Uh, Is that the one where it breaks the glass yeah. and goes in after the people in yeah. the control room? Yeah. So that one, uh, not so much. Uh, the Back to the Future trilogy is on here with uh, number one being pretty near the top, and two and three being about together a little a little further down. And you know, the longer I think about it, like Back to the Future is like, if I was to rank the trilogies that like come together best as a trilogy. Back to the Future might be like my all-time favorite. You it's know, it's a good trilogy. The the first one is is another one of those just sort of like just great blockbuster movies of its time. When I, when I was growing up, two was my favorite because that's the one where they, they go in the future, they go into the past. You know, they do everything, <clears throat> kind of throw like the whole kitchen sink at it. And then when I was growing up, I didn't like Part Three as much because they just it, it, Marty shows up, goes to Doc, and then he goes to the old West, and that's kind of it. Yeah. But as I as I got older and watched it every couple of years, I think it really ends the trilogy well. But there's one thing that that I would do different. I'd change the ending where Doc shows up in the train with the Clara and the kids. Yeah. What they should have done was they should have had the guy from the end of part two who shows up with a letter. They should have had him show up again, and he'd be like eighty or ninety, you know. And he'd be like, you know, my I've I've been holding this letter for however oh, many years. Geez. And it would have really kind of worked with the the end of the second one, so I think that ranking is pretty good. I might say they have two and three a little too low for me, because I, I just I think they work better. Than two was really good. Yeah. I thought two was two's problem is they almost do too much. Yeah, you know. But I I still love them. That's like I say, if I was picking out trilogies and you had to tell me to pick one, I'd probably pick that one as one long cohesive story. Okay, yeah. so. Die Hard's next, and this is pretty pretty evenly one through three. Obviously, the first one is the best, and like you said, this has to be in your top ten if you're a, if you're a movie true movie it, it, watcher. You know, it's one of those ones. That, it goes without saying. You know, yeah. Uh, two was uh, I think they've got it ranked a tad bit high. I don't think two should be above three, which it is. 
Yeah, three I thought three was I thought three was way better than two. I think you know two was your basic sequel again. You know, three had Samuel L. Jackson in it, right? And, and Jeremy Irons is Simon, yeah. you know, with his riddles. Mm-hmm. So I I disagree. I'd put I'd put three higher and two a little lower. But it's still a very consistent. It's, it's fun, you know. It's not it's not bad or anything. Um, okay, moving on is Blade. They've got the first one ranked somewhat high, and then the second one's ranked really high. The third one's ranked in the shitter. I, I haven't seen part two or three. Really? Mm-hmm. I would say this is pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. One's I good. I remember Blade was a fucking sweet movie. I, I saw the first one in the theater when it came out. You know, that was like, oh, shit, Wesley Snipes. That fight at vampires. the end, yeah. the sword fight. I mean, oh, so even amazing. The, even the beginning where he goes into the club and he's throwing the throwing the thing around and yeah. all that, you know, and, he's, and he takes the sword out like, oh, crap. Uh, the second one, they kind of they they had to beat the first one, so they went after it. That was uh, I think that was Del Toro's was part two, and then the third one was just trying to do too much. Ryan Reynolds yeah. in it and Jessica Biel and it, all that stuff. It just didn't work. Uh, and then moving on, I don't know if this is the original Planet. It has they, to be the original, yeah. Because if it was the newer one, I think everything would be ranked. Because yeah, number one is really high, and then they just trickle down into yeah, the, the yeah, shit meter. You know, the first Planet of the Apes is kind of you know just classic seventies sci fi, and I, I think they got two and three are like they're really low on here, and they're they're not bad movies. They're okay, but I, I'd put them maybe kind of like halfway up their little meter they got. All right, the next one is Godfather. I mean, the first two here are almost perfect. Uh, the second one's perfect. It looks like I think a lot of people. Like, if you were to get, like, Martin Scorsese-type people to make a list, I think a lot of people would put Godfather 2 as, like, one of the all-time best movies ever. I've never seen the Godfathers all the way through, either. I've seen... I've watched part one or two at one point in time. I've got them all on Blu-ray now. I've been meaning to go through and rewatch them. I think I rewatched Godfather not too long ago. But that's a pretty accurate ranking. Nobody nobody seems to like three. Everybody kind of thinks that one bombed, so... All right. Here we go now. The Rocky trilogy. Uh, pretty even all the way through, I would say. But number one is edging the rest of them out. I, you know, I think I think number one could be even higher on the meter than they give. There's, there's a nice little gap. Uh, the, you know, I mean, Rocky's, I mean, that first Rocky's first Rocky, you know. Oh, it's amazing. And then, you know, the second one is, you know, the comeback fight. Mm. Apollo's going crazy because he didn't beat Rocky good enough. And Rocky comes back and takes another whooping and beats him. Those, those first three really do tell like the Rocky story. You know? Yeah, everybody loves Part Four, you know, with Dolph Lundgren and all that. But it goes a little. The first, it goes very eighties, you know. The first three are very like grounded in reality. Yeah, you know? it's the highs and lows of a fighter. Yeah. I mean, it's very well done. Uh, moving on, Terminator. Uh, one is pretty good. Two is damn near perfect. Three is shitter. My my only um, problem with that one is one should be higher. Yeah, I I think one. I'm I'm really a fan of one. You know that when it, that's the great argument. You know what what do you like better, Terminator one or two? You know, and everybody kind of picks their favorite because one is like sort of the low budget, yeah, sci fi whatever, and then two, two is that that movie that came along and you know defined like nineties action, redefined movies, you know? the action genre and sci fi genre in general. Yeah. Uh, I mean, James Cameron has, you know, set the bar for some of the camera mm-hmm. angles and stuff like that. And what I mean, he did with, with what they were doing with like the CGI stuff. 
Yeah, I, I mean, the liquid guy and all that. And, I mean, your heart is pumping all the right. way through that yeah. movie the first time you see it. Yeah. And, I mean, the scene with the helicopter, I mean, it's all, it's a beautiful the, the piece. The minigun, yeah. Oh, yeah it's, 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 it's a beautiful piece of film. It's terrific. Uh, the third one, I never even watched really? it because. Didn't, we didn't watch it with, that's the one with the female Terminator. Yeah, I never watched it because it, I heard it was so bad. It's, it's okay. It's worth a watch. I really want to see the new one that's out right now. It, it, it's, it hasn't made a lot of money. Yeah. But, but all the reviews have said it's. It's Pretty solid. Decent, so. I want to see it on the big screen too. Yeah, yeah. So I may have to hit that up on like a five dollar movie night yeah. or something. Yeah. But yeah. Well, yeah, Terminator One should be maybe almost as much as Terminator Two. Yeah. That'd be my only problem with that one. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Uh, the next one's Rambo. Uh, the first one. That movie's so fucking awesome. That's. I mean, that's. You know, it's. He shoots a helicopter down with a pistol. <laughs> I mean, come on. You know, it, that's like an action movie with heart in it, if, you know, if that kind of makes sense. Yeah. And then you got, you know, two and three are kind of like in the middle of the graph. Yeah, they're just, I think that, I think this is probably one of the more accurate rankings. You know, I, I think two could be a little higher just because that's sort of like, like your typical action. It was your movie, 80s action 80s, movie. Yeah. And then yeah. three, three could be about where it is because that's just not, it's kind of the same thing over again. You yeah. Know? So, but it was like that, that first Rambo really. Now I'm He's taking, I'm taking it. This Batman is the original Tim Burton Batman. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with the order in which they're ranked, but not like the quality. Yeah, I, I think one should be a lot higher. Yeah. I think one should be almost perfect. Two should be like right below it, like three quarters of the way full. Like a lot of people say that two is better than one, in in a way, you know. I, and I, I don't quite agree. I think I think they're both pretty close. Yeah, I think one's a slightly simpler story in in its way, and, and it's kind of you know it's a really good Batman story. I could that's one of those movies that I can't watch for long stretches of time because I I've watched it so much that I kind of like memorized it. Yeah, so you almost start like getting ahead of yourself watching the movie. I haven't seen two in a long time. I really want to watch that. I, I watch that as that's part of my Christmas Christmas movies. time. Uh, yeah, I need to order it on Blu-ray. Uh, I, they got them all. They got. I think you can get them all in like the a box that pretty cheap now. I have the first one on Blu-ray. Don't have the second one though, but yeah, and then the third one is just complete garbage. Yeah, the no. only thing I liked about the third and the fourth ones was Robin. I liked Chris O'Donnell's. Uh, he was a good. He was a good pick for that. Yeah, he was a good Robin, and then of course uh, Lisa Silverstone is mm-hmm. uh, Batgirl mm-hmm. in the fourth one. She yeah. was great. <laughs> she was so hot back then too. Yeah, uh, and then the last movie uh, out of the whole trilogy rating here that we're gonna do. Is Alien, and obviously one is a masterpiece. Much, much like uh, like the Terminator series. Yeah, and then two is just out, knock it out of the park. James Cameron again. Yeah, and then three is just yeah. And you know that's the funny thing is that's that's David Fincher's first Hollywood film. Three is, huh? Yeah, yeah but they just they messed with him so much and they didn't have faith in him or the script. Which one is three again? I'm trying to remember. That's where that's where they crash land on the planet, and like they. Very unceremoniously kill off, uh, 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 what was it Drake and Newt? Like at the very beginning, yeah. And Ripley's the only one that survives, and it's like a penal colony or whatever. Oh wow! It's got a lot of good actors in it, but they really, uh, <laughs> they just they just didn't believe in Fincher could do it. Yeah, that's that's another one of those ones where some people you got to ask: Are you an Alien fan? or Are you an Aliens fan? I feel like Alien is a very good horror. It, sci-fi it, it, that's, movie. That's what it is. It's a horror sci-fi and the aliens. 
and then is Aliens the action movie. is the action sci-fi, like the unit going in and tearing shit up. And uh, but Aliens seems to be the 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 fan favorite. It seems like the one that people seem to go back to. They quote uh, Bill Paxton a lot in that one. Game over, man. Game over, man. I think. I might prefer one in its ways, but like uh, two, two is much like Terminator Two. It's just kind of like a quintessential good action movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, so what's your what's your favorite trilogy? I guess if you had to say, well, you know, there's there's a trilogy that's not on here. Like as as, as like a cohesive story, I'd pick Back to the Future as like maybe like one of the best trilogies. But the uh, the the Clint Eastwood Man with No Name trilogy is not on here. Uh, okay, Fistful of Dollars, a few dollars more, uh, Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Those are like three prime spaghetti westerns, all time spaghetti westerns. Now you know what trilogy I'm going to go after that's not on here, the Dark Knight trilogy. That's not on there. Like I think this has been floating around for a while, and it might yeah. have been on there before. Uh, but you know, like uh, you know, a lot of people kind of poo pooed. Uh, what was the last one? Dark Knight Rises. I liked it. And it. I thought it, it was great. You know, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't. And they all intertwined together, too. Mm-hmm. That's what I really liked about it. But. And some people say that Batman Begins is like one of the best film adaptations of what like Batman should be. I'd agree 100%. You know? And The Dark Knight Raises is one of the best sequels that you'll ever watch. So, uh Anyways, let us know what your favorite trilogy is, and we would love to talk with you about it. So don't be shy. Comment on the post uh, wherever you see it and let us know. And I guess this is the end of the road for us tonight. We're at an hour and 13 minutes, so we're going to shut this off and edit everything and get it out to you. And call it action, as always. Share the show. Let everyone know how much you enjoy the Sleazy Podcast. Tell your mama, tell your daddy, tell your friends, tell your wife, whoever. Get them listening to it. Tell them, just get on their phone and subscribe it to it so it just pops up and they have to listen to it. But this is all for this week's show, ladies and gentlemen. Have a great weekend, great week. And as always, we'll see you next week when we're fully staffed again. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be cold next week, so stay in the house and catch up on some podcasts. Yeah, catch up on some podcasts and some trilogies. And if you can find some crazy news, that always works, too. (laughs) But until next week, ladies and gentlemen, have a good time. Thanks for listening to the Sleazy Podcast. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and remember, listen to Sleazy.